Awesome. Well, this morning, we've got a very special service. And uh, we always love this time as we can get together as a community, as we can get together as church family, to be dedicating babies to the Lord. And so this morning, we are very, very honored and privileged and excited and all these things to dedicate this beautiful baby boy, Liam James Moore, to the Lord. So parents, you can come forward, Malcolm and Anisha. Jylle kan vos voorin te kom. Oh, we are still waiting, but that's okay, they can still come forward. We've got some kids in the kids' church, family, cousins, and they don't want to miss this moment. Maybe I can just ask the pastor for my tafel to skype. Awesome. Come on, look at this little boy. Okay, he is adorable. He even dressed for the occasion. Kijk hoe moeilijk jou boeta. And I said to Anisha this morning, every time I see a photo of him on Facebook, because we haven't seen him since he was born, really, because that's when you guys moved. And every time I see a photo of him, he's just laughing. Awesome. Well, you guys can come and stand over here. Johannes is going to join me this morning. And I'm going to ask Sam. Jelle girls, come on, Uncle. kids. Jelle, come on, Skuif pikkie op, wat jylle vir Boeta kan sien hiervoor. Come on. I love it. God is all about families. I mean, talk net so bykie. I'm going to ask Sam to give you a little certificate because we want you guys to remember this day. Because what you are going to be doing today is actually very, very significant. And we are so honored to be sharing in this moment. And we want to say thank you to all the friends and family. Omas en opas. Kan alle omas en opas gaf ons hande opsteek? Like, I'm only so young. <laughs> awesome. And it's such an honor for, for us to have you here as well. And it's very important that people witness this occasion with them. So I'm going to ask Sam to give you a certificate. And uh, we always give a little booklet as well. I've already sent all of the content to Anisha via WhatsApp. We've been talking. So that little booklet just gives you a little bit of, you know, biblical basis for what we are doing this morning and what the significance is of this day and this really a promise that you guys are making to the Lord this morning. Awesome. So I'm just going to get my notes. Oh, how am I down first? I love it. Oh my goodness, he's adorable. Okay. So this morning, what are we actually doing? You know, the Afrikaans word for baby dedication is toewijding. But we speak of a baby dedication, and why do we dedicate babies to the Lord? Well, first of all, there's a scripture behind you that we want to share, and I should have actually asked Anisha for a higher risk photo. <laughs> Praise the Lord for Facebook. But so we want to read you this scripture, and what we believe as a church is that we want to follow the example of Jesus Christ. So in everything that Jesus did, maybe we can just move this a little bit so you and I can be in. Everything that Jesus did, we want to make sure that we follow his example. And so there's a scripture in, in the Bible, and it's up there. And also, if you are new to our church, we do all of our sermon notes on version. So if you've got the Bible app, you can follow along on there. But this scripture says the following. And when the time came for the purification, that is the mother's purification and the baby's dedication, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, to set apart as the firstborn. And so that is what we believe the example that Jesus' parents gave us. 
Because what is the difference when we say we want to baptize a baby or we want to dedicate a baby? And so we always explain this because this is our take on what the Word of God says. When we are adults or we have reached an age of understanding, then we are actually able to make a decision to follow the Lord Jesus, to surrender to Him, to actually step into a full relationship with Him. And the word baptize in, in Greek is actually baptizo, which means a full submersion underwater. And so what happens when we are babies, we cannot yet make that decision for ourselves. So that's why we believe the parents can bring children into the temple, into the house of the Lord, and they dedicate, they set apart their children for the Lord. And really what today is, is that Malcolm and Anisha will be making a promise to the Lord that they will raise Liam in the ways of the Lord. They will raise him according to the word of God and that they will raise him in a way that he finds out what he was born to do, what his gifts are, what his God-given potential is. That is really what this morning is about. That is the significance of what they are doing today. Okay, so what does the word dedicate actually mean when we go and look in the Greek? It actually means to present, to set apart for the Lord to make available to the Lord, to place alongside or next to the Lord, and to dedicate. And so this morning, we are really excited to be standing next to you guys as you give this promise to the Lord and as you dedicate Liam for God's purposes. And really what you are saying this morning is, Lord, let your will be done for him. Because we believe that babies are a gift from the Lord, children are a gift. And so we know that God's got an incredible plan for him. And so... He's like, how long is this service going to go? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Kijk, nou is hij smiles. Opa's hier. Okay. And so what we want to do is we want to lead you guys in a prayer this morning. And so everyone that is here to witness with them, you can just pray this with them. And you can just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for entrusting Liam to us as a gift. We come to present him to you today. Lord, please use Liam to the honor of your name. And for the expansion of your kingdom. As parents of Liam, we want to make a promise before God and all our family and friends who are our witnesses today that we will raise him according to your word and according to your ways. We will be an example to him in word and deed. We will help him to discover his gifts, to discover his talents, and to discover the unlimited potential that he has in you. Amen. Amen. Why don't we give them a hand this morning? 
And you know, we also always take time to actually pray over babies because we really believe, as I said earlier, that God's got a specific plan for all of us. And so when we had a look at his name, and I'm sure you guys have obviously also looked at this because it's very significant when we name our children because our names are actually really attached to our character and to the calling that God has placed on our lives. And so the name Liam, which is actually derived from William, means a resolute protector and one of a noble spirit, which I thought was really powerful. And the scripture that is actually connected to that name is Deuteronomy 5.33 that says, And you shall walk in all the ways which your Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may prolong your days, amen, in the land which you shall possess. And then his second name is James. And so James is actually also significant because one of the apostles in the Bible in the New Testament was also James. And the Hebrew meaning for that name means nurtured. And the scripture that is actually attached to that name I thought was so profound because that really taps into the word that we also felt when we prayed for him was Psalm 23. And you know, Psalm 23 was written by David and it actually says that there's a specific part that says how the Lord will always be with him, that his rod and staff will protect him. And as we were praying, I really felt that the Lord said that his hand is going to be on this little boy. But in an unusual way for what God has called him to do. And actually, when I was praying, before I saw what the names meant, I already heard the name David. I already felt like God was saying that just like David was a man after God's own heart, he's going to raise Liam up to be a man after God's own heart. Okay, there is something significant about the heart of this little boy that God has placed inside of him and for what God has called him to do. And I believe just as David was a leader and a worshiper, so God is going to call Liam to be a leader, a natural leader. And I think that speaks to the resolute protector and noble spirit. But he's got the word leadership on his life. And that he will be a natural leader, but also a leader that knows how to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And this is something that I'm already seeing, the joy that is inside of him. There's a worshiper inside of him, but also a leader that knows how to find victory in battle. So it's that incredible combination, just like David. He's going to worship in spirit and truth, and he's, he's got a supernatural joy inside of him that, you know, your words cannot actually explain why it is there. And like David, he will learn from a young age how to fight battles. And I believe that as I was praying, the Lord showed us that the Lord will teach him how to slay the lions and the bears so that he can walk into victory to get the Goliaths. Because there's really a big, big kingdom mandate on this little boy's life. And so we are also going to pray that the Lord will give you, Anisha and Malcolm, the wisdom and the discernment to know how to raise him in that season of where God's going to get him to train, to fight battles, to kill the lions and to kill the bears for what is coming, for the future where he's going to lead. And so that God will really give you that wisdom and that discernment to know how to, you know, when to let him go. And also, as we prayed, I felt like the same way that Jesus, when he was a little boy, spent so much time in the temple. He was always about his father's business. And I really believe that God is going to ask of you guys to raise him up in the word of the Lord earlier than other children. Get him into the scriptures as early as you can. Get him into environments where God's presence manifests as early as you can. Because like Jesus, he's going to be about his father's business. And I believe God is going to, God is going to do incredible things through him. And he's going to give you the wisdom. 
Sometimes he will want to run before he can walk. <laughs> and God's going to give you grace for that. Amen. Do you want to add anything? Amen. And also, um, when we prayed, um, actually, we didn't pray as husband and wife together for a word. So it's quite interesting. She prayed and I prayed and we sort of got the same word. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, Jesus said, means there is something there. Yeah. Nee. <laughs> is he laughing with me or at me? That's, that's always the question. Like, oh dear. Um, but, but I felt that, uh, again, that the Lord will crown him, you, Liam, with his uh, 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 confidence. And that t t today is more, uh, it's not just the parents dedicated the child to, to God. It's also that the, 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 the Lord today sets him apart now to to be, like she also said, from an, uh, an early age, a leader. Amen. And I felt that that the Lord is is already building strength into him, so that from an early age again he will have a no compromise uh, um, attitude. Amen that he will live according to the, the truths that's in the word and not the truths what's, what's in the world. Um, and also, I, I saw, uh, when I, I prayed, it's probably also because you, you guys are from um, Northfish Bay, and there's lots of, you know, the sand and stuff, but I, I felt, or a, a picture I saw is a, a, a um, a, 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 a pillar in the this, 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 this sand. So, and it, um, I asked the Lord what uh, that is, and that is, I believe that the Lord, that the Lord is going to make him a, a, a pillar among his peers, where where the wind might blow and such and situations might blow uh, um, the people around. He will be firm. He will be the one where they will come to for help, for assistance. He will be a leader. But again, like that, it, it might not be always an easy road to, to be that pillar in the sand. But as it is in Wallfish Bay, there's also this sea and that cool sea breeze that comes enough feel that that's also something that the Lord wants to say to him, that he will never leave him, he will never forsake him, he will always be like that cool sea breeze, so that in hard times, the, the, the Lord will come and he will again bring him refreshment. Amen. 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 All right, so as a, as a community and as friends, we want to pray a blessing over them and over the family. And so you can read there on the screen, and I want us to just all read this together as we just pronounce this blessing over this beautiful family. Okay, the Lord bless, bless you, you and, and keep, keep you, you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. 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 And so we just want to pray over you as well. You, want to, you can just add in. Father, I just thank you for this incredible family, Lord. 
Father, we thank you for this beautiful little boy, for Liam James Moore. Lord, we thank you for every word that was spoken over him this morning. We thank you for every word that you have already ordained over him and released over him in the spirit, in Jesus' name. And Father, we pray for Malcolm, Lord. We pray for Anisha. Father, we pray that you will give them the wisdom, give them the discernment, give them the grace to raise this little boy up in the exact ways where you want him to go. Lord, we pray that you would always provide for them. We pray that you would go ahead of them, around them, and behind them, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you have chosen them specifically to be his parents. Lord, we thank you for the word on his life. And we just want to bless them. We want to bless their family. We want to bless the grandfathers. We want to bless the grandmothers. Lord, thank you for the role that they also play. Thank you for the wisdom that they bring. Thank you for the life experience that they bring. And we just want to seal this with your blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's give them another hand. Awesome. So before we start, let's just quickly pray. We thank you, Lord, for this amazing day, for this beautiful day, Lord God. We, th we thank you, Lord, that we can be in your house today, um, not just as friends and, 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 and husbands and wives and stuff, Lord God, but as, a, 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 but as children of God. We, th we thank you, Lord, that we are in your household today we, we, we thank you lord that we can be called your children and I, I pray lord again that you will open up our hearts and our minds so that we will hear what you have to say to us today lord god and not just here lord but that we will know how to apply your word in our lives we thank you for that jesus amen amen so today, I'd like to speak about how do we see the, 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 the Father in heaven? How do we see the Father? But um, before we start, there's just a few things that we need to agree on, um, and then this will all make sense. So if you can all just raise your right hand. Everyone, raise your right hand. So you all agree, <laughs> number one, that God is eternal. He's eternal and He consists of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You agree on that? And then we also agree that the Father sent His Son, Jesus, to do what? To come and die for our sins on the cross. And with that, it says in Psalm 103 that He took us our sins and He removed it as far as the east is from the west. And that's why I always ask, if he did that, why do we want to keep on holding on to it or look for it? It says also in Hebrews, I mean, it's not on there, but it says in Hebrews 10 that the Lord says that I will remember your sins no more. Blotted out. Gone. Number three that we need to agree on that it, Jesus died for us on the cross and then he did what? Rose again from the dead. Okay? And when he did that, he said he's going to send us a helper. And who is that helper? The Holy Spirit. So we need to agree that when he died, he said he's going to send us a helper, his Holy Spirit. And it says in John 14 verse 15, 
um, to, uh, um, to 18 that, um, that he will send us a helper, his Holy Spirit. And why? Why would God need to send us a helper? Because we need his help to do our everyday living and walk with him. Without him, we can't do anything. We can do something, but it's going to spiral downwards. So we need the help of His Holy Spirit to walk a day with God and also to fulfill what God put on our hearts. Amen? Agree so far? Number four is that the Word of God is the only and the final revelation of God. And that's it. It's His Word. I, 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 I like it says in Psalm 119, it says, actually, I love this. Forever, O Lord, your Word is settled in heaven. Forever it's settled. There's nothing no more to it. It's done. It's settled. And it's in heaven. So it means not just on earth. It's everywhere. So everyone, every part of a creation knows that his word is the only and the final revelation of who he is. Um, and again, this, the next one is that his word was there from the beginning. I think I, I put it on there. John 1 verse 1 to 2 says, and I'm going to read from the um, New King James. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. So when is that a beginning? Do, do we don't exactly know, but it's, it's way, way, way back. But it means that His Word, and which is also His Son, Jesus, was there from the way, way, way back beginning. So we also need to agree on that, and I'll, I'll get to my point soon. The next thing is that it says in his, his word that no one, no man or anyone or anything can or am allowed to add or remove anything from his word. Okay? Because why? Because we all have a sinful... Nature. So if we want to, to put what we think and what we feel is a revelation into the Word, the Word will be corrupted. We get our revelations from the Word. We don't put it into the Word. Amen? Amen. It says in Proverbs um, 30 verse 5 to 6, it says that every word of God is pure. So it's every word is pure, not some words. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. And if he is the word, if we put our trust in the pure word, he is our shield. So that's why we can't take away from it. We can't add to it. It says also in Psalms, so I'm going to read a lot today. It says also in Psalms 119 that the entirety of your word 
is truth. So the, this, 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 the psalmist also says that everything in this book is truth. And that's something we need to know, we need to ag agree upon. Amen? Amen? Amen. So, what does all this have to do with how we see the Father? So, we, we said, God is eternal. Um, Jesus... I mean, he died for our sins. <coughs> he rose from the dead, and when he ascended, he sent us a helper, and that also that he is the word, and we're not allowed to do anything with his word, not add, not take away. Like, why is this important, and how does this all fit in with how we see the Father? Why is it an necessary that we need to believe this and not try to change anything about it. And there's a few things I got from scriptures. It's about four things. Number one is Father, um, the, our Father in heaven, He uses scripture to teach us, to help us, to guide us in our everyday lives. And when we make a mistake, He's there to correct us through His scriptures. That's why we need to believe this. And, and also, when we are children of, of, of God, so when we are saved, it also says in the Word what we need to do day by day to live a life that is good in His eyes, a, a righteous life. Amen. Um, I'm going to read for us to Timothy 3 verse um, 16. And it says that all Scripture, so everything in this book, is given by inspiration of God, not by man, by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So Everything that we need to live our, our daily lives is in this book. Amen? And number two, um, well, why we need to know all these things is because in this book, the, 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 the Father reveals exactly who He is and what His heart is for each and every one of us here. If, if we don't know who he is and, 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 how, and what he thinks about us, then we haven't read our Bibles. It's all in here. Number three is he wants us to understand these truths that's in his word. Okay? And he wants us to make that our own. And then, like we always say, not just not, uh, know the truths, but then also apply the truths. It means nothing when we just know everything about scriptures, about God, but we can't see that in our lives. So we need to apply what we learn in His Word. And this is the exciting one, is number four. We... we, we, um, we, we, we read in John 14, 
the following. John 14, verse 21. And I'm going to read this slowly. Because there's a lot in there. It says, he who has my commandment. So, we, when we have his word within us, and we keep it, it is he who loves me. So, I respond to him by keeping his the commandments, and he sees it as love. So, love is an action. It's not unerfleis. It's an action. It's he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by who? By my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Now, if that scripture doesn't make you excited, then nothing will. Like the a God of heaven says that when you keep his commandments that's in this book, it means that you love him. And when you love him, he says, man, I will come and I will show myself to you. I will reveal myself to you. Who of us here wants to, the Lord to reveal himself to us? Yes? Then we need to get to know him. It's like a normal relationship. Get to know him. And the more you search the individual, the more they will reveal themselves. So let's get to know a, a, a God, and the, the, more, the, the more we do it, the more He will reveal Himself. And that's why, again, I believe this is true, and because it says in the Word, God will re reveal Himself, I believe it. So I know He will reveal Himself when we look for Him. Amen? Amen. But, but I also know that, you know, we, we hear a lot about Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and we sometimes also hear about the Father, but it's, it's still as if he's, he's there. Like, we know about him, we know he's there, but it's, it's, it's like he still feels a little bit distant. Make sense? Or am I the only one sometimes? Yeah? Okay. But Scripture says something else. Like we think and we feel, but Scripture says that when we think and we feel, we get confused. What does the Word say, say about the Father? When we look through um, the whole of the New Testament, um, most of the old, but let's not speak about the New we think, okay, cool, why did Jesus come to earth? And we've got lots of answers. We know that he came for, to die for our sins, right? Yes? Agree? We need to agree on that. If not, let's, um, afterwards, we talk and we pray for you. Ha. He came to die for our sins. Number two is, he came to establish God's kingdom on earth. What does that mean? It, it means that he also wants us to experience the kingdom of, of God here on earth. So it's there, but he wants it here as well. So that's through like signs and wonders, uh, miracles and things. Jesus wants us to have that as well here. Because that's something about the Father. He also 
came to set a, a captive free. So a, a people that's um, stuck with, with um, in the occult or with addictions and things, he came to set captives free. He came to expose the works of the devil. Amen? So he always brings things to light. He never hides it. He always brings, brings things to light. And he also came to, to reconcile us back with the Father. So that's all things that happen, and, and, and we know, okay, he's, he's there for this, he's there for this, and, and, and. But all of those things are subheadings for the main thing why he came. It's only a subheading, so it's not the main thing. It's the big thing why he came is to reveal who Father is in heaven to us. So we, we can ask those things like, who is the Father in heaven? How does he look like? What does he do? Just look at Jesus and you will see the Father. Amen? So everything that he did, he did to reveal who is God in heaven. He says in his word that I and the Father are one. In John 14, it says, it's not on there, but it says, um, whoever has seen me has also seen the Father. Amen. So for us then, how can we say, but we haven't seen the, we haven't, seen God the, the, the Father, it means that we don't look at Jesus. Then where do we put our, our minds? Where's our focus? And he even asks there, whoever has seen me has seen the, 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 the Father, then how can you say, show us the Father? Like, it means where's your focus? Then it's not on Jesus. We haven't seen the Father. In Colossians, it also says that He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. So, yes, Father may be invisible to us, but not Jesus. He's, he's here. He walked among us, and He is the, the image of that invisible God. So, He's there. Look at him and then you see the Father. Amen? Amen. When he healed the sick, raised the dead, um, he did what every mom or dad would do when they see their kids in, that, in a situation and they are able to do something about it. So if your um, child is there and something happens and he, he loses an eye, just gonna like, Volmos? No, you're gonna be, you, you, you're gonna reflect that like Father's heart, and you're gonna go and see what you can do to help your child. And that's what he also did. He says that even now that he can only 
that he only do what he sees his father do. So, 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 uh, uh, even that when he he heals the sick and raises the dead, it is because who did that? His father. John, I think it's on the John five verse. 19 says the following so Jesus said to them truly truly and if he says truly truly it's truly <laughs> he does that sometimes truly truly I say to you the son can do nothing of his own accord it's quite interesting huh? but only what he sees the father doing so he only help my English do or does he only does what he sees his father do. That for me. For whatever the father does, that the son does likewise. So everything that he do, he did because the, the, the father did the same. While he was here, Jesus, he never, in, in the flesh, he never st- um, stepped out of his role of of why he came. Um, his main is, is, is assignment is all the time reveal Father God all the time. Even it says even every word that, 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 that he spoke, so non, not just every deed he did, but every word he spoke, he spoke because that's what the Lord t- t- told him um, to say. Do you believe me? No? Yes? Let's look in the Bible in John 12, verse 49. It says, this is also quite interesting, that I do not speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded what to say and how to say it. How hectic is that? Every word that he spoke, he was so in tune with his dad. He searched his heart so much. He was so in, in, in tune that every word that the, the Lord then spoke to him, it's the same words that he spoke. So it means that every word that he spoke, he spoke from the heart of his Father in heaven. So in every way, in every word that he spoke, in everything that he did, he reflected the heart of his Father. Amen? Amen. Amen. So he came to reveal to us something that hasn't been revealed ever before on earth. And that is the Father's love for each and every one of us here. The, the, the Father loved us so much. Like if you look at, if you just look around you, um, also the people, but the creation in general, everything He made good and beautiful, and that's and that's to yes to glorify Him and His name because it all, it's all about Him, but also it was there to wow us. 
because he loves us. He's, he said, man, this is for you. It's nice apple, not that one on the wrong tree, but there's some fruits. Here's a dog. It's an awesome dog. He, he made everything for us as well so that we can, we can bring him glory through what he made for us. And also, he loved us so much, each and everyone here, that he actually sent his own son to die for us on a cross so that we can all be restored back to him. Amen? John 17, um, it's not on there, but you guys can look it up. There's a, a, a scripture there. Um, I think it's the first few verses, John 17. We actually praise to his Father in heaven. And in that, it reveals so much of the heart of, the, of, of his, his dad, our heavenly Father. Um, throughout the book of John, we, we see a lot of uh, miracles that happen, like Jesus healed a blind man. Um, I can't remember his name, Bartholomew or something like that. Why did he heal the blind man? Because he reflected the heart of his dad, his father. His father would uh, do that. If you, if you here can sit and you can pray for, for whoever to, to get healed, then you will. He did the same. We read about where he fed multitudes of people. Because why? You wouldn't want to see your kids and your wife and your household go hungry as well. That's what a, 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 a father would do. back a step. <laughs> That's what a, f a father would do. We read about the woman that he caught in, uh, um, he caught, or they caught in adultery. So the, the people, the religious leaders, they wanted to kill the woman for what she did. Because she sinned, it was really bad. He came as a father to his daughter and showed her grace and mercy. And that grace that he sh showed her was so powerful that the re 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 religious people got so convicted of their own sins, they couldn't pick up a rock and stone the woman. Because he showed his daughter grace. And with that, she became restored back to him in relationship with him. Make sense? In closing, it, Jesus revealed the heart of his heavenly father because why so that we may know in whose image we were created 
so that we may know whose we are, that you know he's not just a far off, a distant God. We belong to him. He's our father, we are his children. And that each and every one of us here called to do something on earth. So he's, he says, um, you are my, my child and I have something for you to do. He always gives us something. So we need to know in whose image we are created. We need to know whose we are. And we, 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 we need to know that we all have a, a, a calling. And if we don't know what that is, just look at Jesus. He came to reveal the heart of his Father. So we all have that within us as well, that we need to understand who he is. We need to experience that love of God for us. And once we have it, once we believe it, we then take that and tell someone else about it and we share his love the same as Jesus did make sense before uh, Jesus left he, he told his his disciples and we're going to read in, in John 20 verse 21 23 it says so Jesus said to them again, peace to you. See, because he knows, um, like us, we're sometimes full of anxiety and fear. So he's, 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 he says it over and over again. Peace to you. Now here goes. As the Father has sent me, so he sent him, I also send you. So now he sends us. As simple as that. As the, the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins, so if you do not forgive the sins of anyone else, they are retained. Then you are also not forgiven. So peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. So what we see from that scripture is, with a revelation of the Father, there comes a responsibility. It's not just, okay, that's who he is, okay, cool. Now what? So with that revelation comes a responsibility. There comes an assignment. We each now have something to do. But because God loves us, you know, whenever he gives an assignment or a mandate, within that a command, the command that says, um, as the, f if the Father has sent me, I also send you. Within that words, within that command that he says, he gives you the power to fulfill that command. How cool is that? It's not just w words. When he speaks, he creates. 
So when he says it, that those words, he gives it with authority. So within the command, we have the power to complete the assignment. And what is that, that the power? It is the Father's love and His grace, okay, mixed with the Holy Spirit that comes up, 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 upon us, that empowers us to do that assignment. Make sense? Amen. So to conclude, in summary, as children of God, um, we also have a, 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 a responsibility from, from our side to get to know the Father. It's, it's not, not just certain waiting. When will the Lord not pitch up? He will, but it might not be according to your liking. Like every dad, he wants us to search his heart, to go and to look for him. Because he, he can then see that it's not just like a one-way relationship. He can see, see that we are after his heart. He wants us to come back with him in relationship with him. And if you have one already, make it stronger. If you do not have one, today is the day. You begin one. As simple as that. But, but he wants us to come back in a relationship with him. And, and then also, when we have that, he wants us not just to hold it for ourselves. He wants us to reveal that to his creation to the world around us because the world is broken and it's only his love that can heal that brokenness amen amen can we just for a second close our eyes So today we, we heard about who's God the Father and how do we see Him, how do we experience Him. And, and I know there's a lot more to this than what we said today. We're only here today at like half an hour or so, but there's so much more about who He is and His love for us. And I just want to know if there's anyone here today that, that haven't received Jesus Christ yet as your Lord, your Savior, so that you can also in Him and through Him see who the, 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 the Father is. Then I'd like you to gently raise your hand that I can, can see it and that we can pray for you if you haven't received Jesus yet as your Lord and Savior. Today is the day. Today is your day. He's calling you back to Him because He wants to spend eternity with you. Jesus loves you. Your Father in Heaven loves you. Holy Spirit loves you. We are not made to to, 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 to 
to walk this journey alone. And he's there for us. Man can fail us, but not God. And I also want to pray for a second group here of people. If you haven't experienced the love of God yet in your life, if you can also just quickly raise your hand for me. If you haven't had the experience of the, 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 the Father's love for you. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, thank you, thank you. Thank you, God. Hmm. I just all want us to sit for a few seconds. Um, and if there's this something that stood out today and for you from this sermon, that you, that you ask the Lord, what does this mean? What is he trying to tell you about him and about his love for you? And if you, you know that he, he loves you, but you haven't experienced it yet, then ask him, because he wants to give you a present. He wants to show you his love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. And to conclude, I'm going to pray for you guys a prayer, but it's a prayer that Jesus prays for all his believers, for his children, that he prayed to God. And this is his prayer. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. That they all may know, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you, you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave to me be with me where I am. 
that they may behold my glory, which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have known that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name. And I will declare it, that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. Amen.